0: You're on right now with Jim Dawes, your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo Five O Radio Network, streaming live on iHeartRadio. Listen on demand anytime on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, or Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at right now Jim Dolls. Or shoot me an email at right rightnowjimdolls at gmail.com. You can also drop me a voicemail at 772-245-0750. That's 772-245-0750. Well, we got a big... Rally in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina, and that is going to be a well-attended Trump rally tonight. There, uh, the the it's a Marine base there, I believe it is, but it's a big center for a military there in Fayetteville, and I know they're going to turn out in big numbers. I want you to stick with us to the second half of the show today as well, because we've got Judge Janine Pirro, host of Justice with Judge Janine, Saturday nights on the Fox News channel and she's going to come on to talk about a new book radicals resistance and revenge to the left's plot to remake america judge janine's always got something interesting to say and no shortage of it so i want you to stick around for that also coming up this week i think it's on thursday uh is uh, yet another one of these democrat debates and i think 11 candidates have made the stage this time uh, tom steyer the former uh coal Uh, a plant-building billionaire who has become a radical environmentalist and Donald Trump impeachment fanatic has made the stage, and that means that he's got 120 or 130 uh, donors to his campaign. Now, he has literally spent millions of dollars to collect these 120 or 130,000 uh, campaign contributors who have contributed as little as one dollar each. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, the uh, the impeachment fanatic join the stage, and uh, and give, uh, if anything, the uh, the viewers uh, uh, a little taste of what the Democrats are really about when it comes to impeachment. On the Sunday shows, uh, they had Mark Sanford on with. Uh, with chris wallace and he announced that he is going to uh mount a primary challenge to donald trump now you probably remember mark stanford he's the former governor of south carolina did a pretty good job but i think he was yeah he resigned in disgrace because he disappeared for several days claiming uh that he was hiking the appalachian trail on some sort of uh lone pilgrimage when it was discovered that he was down in argentina chasing a Flamingo dancer um, without his wife's knowledge, of course, and uh, he ended up resigning. They don't uh, take too well to being lied to in South Carolina. I think they can forgive people, and as a matter of fact, they did forgive him and ultimately reelected him to Congress. But then he became one of these never-Trumpers, and uh, Trump came out and uh, endorsed his primary challenger. And he was unseated from that uh, that job as well. And now he has announced that he is going to uh, tilt at windmills by challenging Donald Trump in the primaries. Uh, I, several states have, uh, have canceled their primaries. I think three so far because uh, th- there just is no legitimate uh, challenge to Donald Trump. Uh, he has 90-something, 93 or 94% approval rating among Republicans. And these states that have canceled are closed primaries, <laughs> so they're uh, they're not going to uh, you know spend the money to uh, to go through this fiasco when when um, these challengers, Mark Sanford, I think he's joined Bill Weld, former liberal Republican governor of Massachusetts, as if we don't have enough Massachusetts uh, in the Democrat in the uh, presidential race already. And of course, you've got uh, the um, lunatic uh, Walsh, the former congressman and radio talk show host, that uh, is coming out as a, uh, a never Trumper as well. It's going to be w- fun to watch these three stooges, uh, you know, do their act
1: woop, 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 woop.
0: and uh, and go down in flames to Donald Trump. Up on Capitol Hill, the uh, the the senators and representatives are back in town. Hold on to your wallet because uh, they're back, and of course the Democrats are picking up where they left off, and that is in this fanatical pursuit of Donald Trump. Uh, Nadler of New York has um, has come up with his latest plan to go through this impeachment kabuki. At the House Judiciary Committee, uh, sort of a fake impeachment inquiry. The House has not voted to authorize an impeachment proceedings. This is normally how uh, this process goes: the the full House votes on whether to author whether to refer to the Judiciary Committee impeachment proceedings for them to investigate. Then they investigate it and report back whether they recommend or don't recommend impeachment, and then the full House votes on whether to refer. An impeachment to the Senate. Well, Nadler's uh, just short circuiting that whole process, and he's proceeding on his own as the Judiciary Committee Chairman. And uh, and and it, it's it's kind of a sad joke. It would be funny if it weren't so, you know, sad and pathetic at this point. But Jerry Nadler is uh, is grinding this axe. I think they're doing it to try to satisfy the more radical elements of the Democrat party, while at the same time giving the so-called moderates uh, that were elected in uh, in districts that Trump won and who gave the Democrats majority in the House of Representatives can claim uh, that they were opposed to it all along. They're trying to have it both ways, uh, but they're making a mockery out of the whole proceeding but um, speaking of mockery, I've got a clip here of uh, Steve Cohen, the chicken-eating representative uh, of Memphis, Tennessee, really a clown if you've ever seen him, and uh, he's, uh, he's going all in on this Trump impeachment proceeding despite the fact that when they've uh, taken it to a vote of the full House, it, is, uh, it has failed to get a majority.
2: I'm all for an inquiry, and I'm pleased to see 135 people there. I think I was second or third in the Congress to come out for impeachment.
0: Not- so they've got 135 votes in the House of Rep- Representatives to proceed on impeachment. I think it, uh, it, it, would, it would take close to 250 to actually refer this to the committee and do it, uh, do it properly. But Steve Cohen's just glad they've got 135
2: for impeachment, not for a inquiry. Because I don't think, while it's important that we get the facts out there in hearings, and that's what we can have to really influence and show the public the need to impeach this man, there's no question he's committed innumerable impeachable offenses, and he should be impeached. We're beyond the stage of simply having an inquiry.
0: Oh, it's no no question about it. And we're beyond uh, the stage of simply an inquiry, although we haven't uh, had an inquiry yet, and we haven't been uh, instructed we haven't had a vote, um, you know, succeed on the floor of the House. But uh, we can just bypass all of that, according to Steve Cohen, because, you know, he uh, he says so.
2: He has basically come out and shown us his violations of the Emoluments Clause, his obstruction of justice, and his total disregard for the rule of law uh, that he should be impeached and removed.
0: Well, he should be impeached for and removed for the violation of the Emoluments Clause, although... The courts have already ruled on that and determined that there was no violation of the emoluments clause. And um, Robert Mueller failed uh, to make any recommendations for an indictment on obstruction of justice. They're they're making stuff up at this point. So desperate are they to to get this president, but uh, they've got these you know talking heads in the media that uh, will parrot whatever they uh the democrats say and uh and they're pretending on fake news msnbc that this uh this process actually has some legitimacy
3: what this is, and we should be very specific about this, this is the House Judiciary Committee basically broadening and, and formalizing, putting some structures around its own investigations as they determine, and they're hoping to do this by the end of the year, whether or not to recommend articles of impeachment to the full House. So this language that the, that the Judiciary Committee is set to vote on on Wednesday, it basically outlines the rules of the road. So some of it will reach you. It says, allowing the chairman to designate full committee or subcommittee hearings as part of their impeachment investigation, allowing staff to question witnesses for an additional hour equally divided between the majority and the minority, uh, allowing for information obtained secret grand jury material to be reviewed in closed executive session. So basically what they're doing...
0: So let's go through those one by one. It allows the uh, chairman to refer things to committee. Well, you don't need a vote for that. The vote is for show so that they can give the appearance that they're proceeding with an impeachment inquiry Two what did he say, um, allows an extra hour of hearings. And that, of course, is to, you know, get as much play on TV as they can uh, while they drag people up there um, or or attempt to drag people up there to, uh, to try to put them on the spot. And three, give them uh, access to secret grand jury materials. Well, you don't get to vote on that the courts don't uh allow the release of secret grand jury material and they've already been smacked down one time by asking the reason uh, grand juries are secret is because it is not due process there is no uh defense attorney allowed there they uh they you can't um you know you can't go by grand juries on making any of these determinations, and the courts have held repeatedly that uh, grand jury testimony is not subject to discovery, and uh, Nadler and the rest of the lunatic Democrats on the Judiciary Committee want to pretend otherwise. And then, when you know they're not allowed to get the grand jury material, they'll uh, they'll say, "Oh, Bill Barr is uh, obstructing justice."
3: Is They are using, they're running parallel to the same procedures that the same committee used back in
0: 1974. That is a lie. The, the same committee back in 1974 during the Nixon uh, impeachment had been referred uh, an impeachment require, inquiry by the full House of Representatives.
3: Uh, when it impeached Richard Van President, uh, Richard Nixon. And so the hope is that this will do a couple of things. One, it'll clear up the confusion that has existed, I think, in the public and even here on Capitol Hill about just what this committee was up to and its timeline. They're also hoping to really ramp up their leverage when they go to the courts and they want to enforce subpoenas. They want to get some grand jury information. They can now say, well, there's an urgency here because we have a formalized impeachment inquiry on behalf of this committee. So that is what this committee is. Only,
0: on. only you do not have a formal formalized impeachment inquiry because this impeachment inquiry has not been authorized by the house of representatives. This is just Jerry Nadler going out here on his own, you know, uh, trying to put up a show of an impeachment inquiry. So they're not going to have any more leverage with the courts or any more leverage with getting grand jury secret testimony. What they're going to do is continue to make a fool out of uh, out of the House of Representatives and the House Judiciary Committee as Doug Collins noted I am tired of the chairman and the rest of the House Democrats on the Judiciary Committee
3: doing away with our House decorum, our House rules, making it up as they go. At one minute in June, they say the Mueller reports everything. Then they have the Mueller, Mr. Mueller come, and there's nothing. Then the chairman's asking other committee chairmen to find impeachment material. And then even J- uh, Jamie Raskin said the other day, well, the Mueller report's just a small piece of this. This is really pathetic. Nothing like this has ever happened in the House before. They're, again, they're trying to chart new ground when they don't want to do what they know they have to do. And is if they really want to do this, they have to bring impeachment to the floor this is simply a show it is a travesty and frankly they should be ashamed
0: well they should be ashamed but even more so those Democrats in uh, in red districts I mean I'm sorry those voters in red districts that sent Democrats to the House of Representatives they are the ones that ought to be ashamed you got bamboozled you got sold a bill of goods with this Russia Gate hoax you sent a majority to the House of Representatives and just look at the damage they're doing now are you happy with that are you going to vote again for that in 2020 so that we can have another 2 years of this lunacy coming out of the House of Representatives? John Sununu said it better than I can.
2: Real problem for for those who have managed to win in marginal districts by pretending they're moderates or claiming they're moderates Look, there's a message here to people who say, well, I'm voting for a moderate Democrat and they should be okay." There's no such thing as a harmless Democrat that's been elected, moderate or not, because even if they're moderate, they provide the numbers for leadership control of the House and Senate. So, so anyone who thinks they're just going for a moderate Democrat has to understand they're empowering the crazies.
0: All you're doing is empowering the crazies, and we uh, have been uh, foisted, had this foisted upon us for the last year now, and uh, they've got a year to go, and just, I just pray to God that these, uh, these pe- people that uh, sent Democrats from red districts where Trump won um, come to their senses. You know, as conservatives, we stand together for to fight for our freedoms. And while we have far more members at Patriot Mobile than Joe Biden's campaign rallies, we need you to join us today to support your values. Patriot Mobile provides reliable nationwide cell coverage. And you can keep your phone number and bring your own phone or buy a new one. For a limited time, you can buy a Moto Z3 Play for only $10 a month and this is this is the big one get one free when you activate two new lines of service this is not fake news you can buy a Moto Z3 Play and get one free this feature-rich phone has a large screen high-resolution camera expend, extended battery life and expandable optional storage with unlimited plans starting as low as $25 a month don't wait visit patriotmobile.com/mojo50 Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. That's 877-367-7524. You'll love speaking to patriots that passionately believe in freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and the sanctity of life. Again, that's patriotmobile.com mojo50. Or call their U.S.-based customer service line at 877-367-7524.
4: Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as one ninety-nine a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathroom. If you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 693 3152 That's 800-693-3152.
0: Well, at long last, after nearly four decades and a reign of terror at the hands of Robert Mugabe, Zimbabwe is finally free of that, um, that evil dictator, and he has gone on to his reward, burning in hell. Mugabe died on Thursday in Singapore. He was 95 years old, and he ruled the country from 1980 to 2017. He was an ex-guerrilla leader who took power from uh, the white minority government in Rwanda and presided over a country whose promise just abundant natural resources and, uh, and a great infrastructure that had been left by the uh, white minority government was squandered in his, uh, his dictatorial hold on power. Mugabe's Zimbabwe African National Union remains in power there in Zimbabwe under President Emerson Magawanda, one of the dictator's former vice presidents. So I just wanted to go uh, over just some of the things that uh, Mugabe left in Zimbabwe as a legacy to try to push back on this tweet that the American embassy in Harare sent out uh, praising Mugabe as a, uh, a freedom fighter, Mugabe committed genocide, known as the darkest stain of his legacy. He sanctioned the massacre as, of as many as twenty thousand ethnic Namambil people in western Zimbabwe, and the carnage soon after, or the carnage came soon after. He helped end white colonial rule, so immediately upon taking power he engaged in tribal warfare and uh, slaughtered 20,000 of his tribal um enemies he uh he persecuted uh gays and um and in 2013 amidst attacks against lesbian gays bisexuals and transgenders he cemented his long history of anti-LGBT rhetoric and actions by reiterating his 95 statement that they were worse than dogs and pigs and threatened to behead them. That was the, the uh, dictator that the American embassy was praising. He, of course, engaged in anti-white racism by seizing the white farmers' lands, turning them over to his political cronies, And the predictable and inevitable consequence was that in 2000 Zimbabwe suffered a famine. The fast track to land reform was meant to redistribute land from wealthy white farmers to black Zimbabweans who had suffered under minority rule but the vast majority of the land was given to the dictator's henchmen and political supporters. And of course he, uh, he had the most corrupt regime in Africa and that's saying something that uh that caused inflation to go uh just in unheard of rates it wasn't it wasn't unusual for zimbabwe to have currency inflation of up to 10000% so i'm glad Robert Zimbabwe or uh, Robert Mugabe is dead, and that the Zimbabwe might have another chance. It just didn't happen soon enough for my taste. Well, the um, it's an interesting story on Breitbart uh, that it, yet again a uh, an expedition uh, to the Arctic by global warming uh, alarmists to prove that their, you know, is a shrinking ice cap has been um, called off because of unexpected large quantities of ice. And this brings to the total uh, of these type expeditions that have been canceled to six. The Arctic ship MS Malamo with 16 passengers on board got stuck in ice on September 3rd in an archipelago between North, uh, North Pole and Norway. The ship was on an Arctic tour with climate with a climate change documentary film team and tourists um, to document the melting ice. All 16 climate change warriors were evacuated by helicopter in the challenging conditions, and there, the, the ship and crew of seven remain waiting for a Coast Guard ship to provide assistance, and they're going to be waiting a long time because we're down to one ice cutter. Because during the um, the Bush and Obama years, they were buying this uh, climate warming hysteria that Al Gore was putting forward, and they didn't authorize the construction or procurement of replacement Coast Guard ice cutters. Oh, my goodness. You won't see that on uh, MSNBC or CNN, who just did their seven-hour climate hysteria. we got to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to be judged, joined by Judge Janie Pirro to talk about her new book. Hope you'll stick with us. We'll be right back on Mojo Five O. And you're back on It Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. You know, Andrew Breitbart once famously observed that politics is downstream from culture. And while conservatives have been, been busy going to work, raising families, paying taxes... Cultural Marxists have busied themselves capturing our nation's institutions, including the mainstream media, the courts, Hollywood, and the universities. Joining me now to talk about it is Judge Janine Pirro, host of Justice with Judge Janine, Saturday nights on the Fox News Channel. She's authored a new New York Times bestseller, Radicals Resistance, Revenge. The left's plot to remake America available now on Amazon or at centerstreet.com. That's centerstreet.com. Judge Denine I want to start by offering my condolences on the passing of your mother uh, Esther Ferris oh, to whom you've thanks. dedicated this book
5: Thank you. That's that's very kind of you. You know, um, it, it all comes down to family. I mean, isn't that what we all fight for? You know, the ability to raise our families and to protect our families and to be able to make a living and protect us. You know, I got from my mother, you know, a, a strong moral core and the determination to fight for what I thought was right. And uh, you're very kind to bring that up. She was my rock. And uh uh, you know, that's one of the reasons that I got into prosecution work as a, as a young lawyer. You know, I believed in, in fighting for the underdog, the silent victim of crime, you know, where people would come in and just abuse other people and ruin their lives. And, you know, tra- fast forward, it, it happens in the, uh, in the political system as well, where politicians come in and they decide that uh, they're going to take care of themselves with no with no even a second thought to the people who put them in office. But finally, we have a, uh, a president, a politician, uh, a non-politician, I should say, the outsider, who made a decision to give up what he was doing with uh, no inside uh, establishment help and has been facing uh, incoming every day as he fights uh, for the ordinary Americans every day to make America safe. And also to make sure that we have the ability to make a living for our families, and that's that's one of the reasons I vote. I, I mean, I vote I radicals' resistance and revenge. You know, it, the radicals are resisting everything this president does. They're resisting us for putting him in the White House, and it's all about revenge uh, because they couldn't drag that woman across the presidential finish line in 2016. And, uh, you know, I think you understand, you know, as good as most or better than most, uh, that the First Amendment is at stake. Uh, They try to shut us down, conservative voices, and, uh, you know, they take us off of Facebook and Twitter, and they don't let us talk at universities. I mean, it's the kind of thing that I I just haven't seen in my lifetime. Then they send an Antifa to beat the hell out of you, uh, a bunch of cowards in ninja outfits with their faces covered, and police are ordered to then stand down by liberal mayors and county executives who won't let them make arrests for outright assault. It's crazy what's going on in the country too. It's
0: the damnedest thing I've, I've ever seen. You know, one of my pet peeves is that we've allowed the left to dictate the language, and they've got us calling them progressives. If we're not allowed to call them what they are, which are Marxist modern-day Marxists, can't we at least call them regressives? Because what they're offering, <laughs> Judge, is not progress <laughs> –
5: you are so right. And, you know, that's such a good point. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. You know, they're controlling language. They're the word police. They're not only uh, controlling what we say and, and drawing interpretations to words uh, that we never intended uh, as word police. But, you know, they're telling us who they are and that what they are is a rightful uh you know, interpretation of whatever word they want to use. Look, um, they are people who want to upend uh, our economy. They believe in socialism, and that's that's headed right that way. Um, well, you know, we've been we've down, down this story-
0: we've been down this socialist road before. Uh, it was just in the 20th century we had Stalin and Mao and Pol Pot and Castro, Hugo Chavez. Yep. Uh, what is it? You know, with this generation, with all this information at their fingertips. They don't know yeah. even recent history.
5: Well, you know, you know, one of the reasons they don't is they're taught uh, in school uh, about uh, everything other than uh, the real history and American history. And you've got liberal professors, not just at the college and university level, but at the high school level. And you know they are now saying, you know, we really don't want to, we don't want to teach American history. I mean, that's boring. Let's teach about other histories. And the amazing thing is, Bernie Sanders, and I write about this in the book, had a uh, had on his website when he, as a United Senator, a United States Senator, on the website it said Venezuela uh, is a wonderful example of how socialism uh, can be great and. <laughs> And in the end, uh, you know, he had to take it down because they're now eating those zoo animals. And women are giving birth on the side of the road because there are no hospitals. Uh, but, you know, people today uh, are not looking to, to find out what the facts are. They just listen and they are part of the, you know, hate Donald Trump, hate people on the right. And uh, it, is, it is a movement unlike anything Uh, that I've ever seen because it is totally without basis in fact. You're absolutely right. And then then we've got this guy, Brett Kavanaugh, that the president nominates for the United States Supreme Court, closest thing to an altar boy that I've seen in an adult male in a long time, and they call him a gang rapist. And a United States senator says all women need to be believed, mentioned just shut up, and, and this guy is denied the presumption of innocence. No due process, I mean, no guilty. presumption
0: of innocence, just, uh, you know, a thousand years of Western jurisprudence down the tubes because the left is determined to get their way.
5: They are determined to get their way, and they've got the loudest voices. And they end up, you know, assaulting people and, and accusing people on the right of, of being fascist. And if you support Donald Trump, you're a racist, you're deplorable, uh, you're a fascist. I mean, I've never seen anything like it, which is why I say it's a plot to remake America. And then, you know, instead of having the right to be a nation state, they want to allow in uh, illegals. Uh, who in October of last year, 144,000 in one month, who are literally coming through the border. We don't know who they are. We don't know what their backgrounds are. They're just coming in, and uh, we give them housing and education, medication. We give them food stamps as soon as they show up. We put them in our schools. Now we have to hire Spanish teachers. And, you know, that's fine because we're all immigrants. But the the, the legal immigrants... But they've got to come legally. That's right.
0: They've got yeah, to come legally. They're
5: they're kicked to the back of the line. They can't get in. Each and,
0: one, really, each and every one each and every one of these democratic presidential candidates are offering socialism <laughs> to one degree or another. The 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 only ones that were in any way, you know, in the old Democrat liberal tradition, they've they've now all been blown out uh, uh John, John Hickenlooper, um, right. Uh, Inslee, uh, all, um, Bennett, all of these guys were far you know, uh, very, very liberal candidates. But they believed in free enterprise and they believed in the constitution. They're all gone.
5: Yeah, they're gone because that's not what the left wants. And and the amazing thing, think about it, Barack Obama wouldn't have been far left enough for them. Well, I'm sure and he would have adjusted. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would have been so right. But I call I have a chapter about them, the Democrat clown car. And they're all tripping over their clown shoes to go to the left as far left as they can. And you know, you have this guy, Joe Biden who doesn't know what state he's in, literally or figuratively, uh, at any given time. And, and you know, he looks to the right, looks to the left, and decides whether or not he should raise his hand. Well, he, he's, he's, you know,
0: he's modifying his positions and getting on board with the far left. He, he's renouncing everything that he used to stand for and the Democrat Party used to stand for. And uh, really? well, all he's doing now is, you know, just trying to um, to hug Barack Obama as hard as he can, but Barack Obama doesn't even want to, uh, to endorse him.
5: Well, you know, Barack isn't hugging back. Right. And I'm, I'm curious about that. I'm very curious about what that's all about. And, you know, uh, Biden is really, I mean, you know, showing these pictures of bracelets and Barack and I and, you know, and, and, and Barack's not saying a word. Uh, but, you know, what I think is the most interesting thing of all of this is for two years. They fractured this country. One man in particular, James Comey, who got this whole special counsel assigned to investigate Donald Trump. And, you know, for two years it was Russia, Russia, Russia. You know, Trump is a Putin asset, a a Putin puppet, a Russian asset, and all that. And now have you heard one word from any of those on the left saying, you know, Russia is controlling our country? No, because they all knew it was a lie. They knew it was fake news.
0: Well, I got to tell you, Judge. Uh, not only have I not heard anything from the left about it any longer, but I'm not hearing anything out of the Republican Senate either. And I'm trying wow. to figure out why Lindsey Graham, who's finally taken chairmanship of that Judiciary Committee, isn't deep, digging deeper into this uh, this FISA abuse. People don't realize, you know, this has started to take on the contours of background noise. But when you get one of these FISA warrants, it not only allows the FBI to eavesdrop on your conversations, but everybody you talk to. And everybody they talk to, it's the two-hop that's rule, right. and they, they uh, eavesdropped on the entire Trump campaign through that two-hop rule.
5: Well, you know, and we don't know how much they actually did, and you are so right. One of the things I talk about, and I start – you know, when I wrote Liars, Leakers, and Liberals – Another uh, New York well,
0: Times bestseller?
5: Right, right. And it, it, it was about, you know, the upper echelon, Jim Comey and his gang of uh, conspirators to try to frame Donald Trump and to take him down. You know, um, I, I, I stepped back and I said, you know what, I'm going to start this new book with Mueller's report and the fact that he found nothing, not a zip, zero. And yet Jim Comey is still walking around. What I want to know is I want to know about Brennan and Clapper. Clapper to me is clueless. I mean that guy is like he the man's just clueless. You know, we don't spy on people well not uh, but Brennan and I wrote about him and the other in liar's leakers and this as well. I'd love to see the text messages and emails between Brennan Clapper and the president. And why because there is we? no way the White House didn't know what was going on. No this was a counterintelligence investigation.
0: And if they, if they would bring Felix Sater before the Senate Judiciary Committee and ask him if he was uh, sent to dangle the prospect of a Trump Tower uh, before Michael Cohen by, mm-hmm. uh, by either John Brennan or James Comey, I think we could get to the bottom of the real beginning of this whole crossfire hurricane uh, covert operation that I agree with you uh, was run out of the White House.
5: Yeah. Well, you know, we I write about uh, Bill Barr. I say he's like a slow-moving locomotive. You know, no one's going to knock him off the track, and he's going to get to where he's going. And I really hope that if there are indictments, and uh, we've got more Inspector General reports to come, that the fraud and the corruption, as it related to the FISA court, as evidenced by the text messages, if you if you you know uh, dovetail them with what was going on at the time, where Struck and Page say, "Gee, if we could get a federal judge under the guise of a dinner party, we could talk about this." Yeah. I want to know: Was that Bison judge stupid? And I signed a lot of warrants when I was a judge. Is the judge stupid and just didn't want to know about the basis for this warrant, or was the judge complicit? Is that why we're not hearing about the FISA court? It, because if I were that judge, I'd be screaming from the rooftop about the fraud that was perpetrated upon my court in order to uh, surveil uh, a, a, a person who was connected to a presidential campaign. I mean, this is what's done in third world countries. I mean, it, it is. this is the biggest corruption that we've ever seen at that level in the history of america
0: well you bring up the issue of the courts and i wanted to talk to you a little bit about that since you're a former judge you know these nationwide injunctions that these leftist yeah. judges are yeah. uh, are ruling uh, are making it impossible for the elected branches of government to govern every law every regulation every executive order has to pass judicial review by each and every one of thousands of federal district judges in this country in order to take effect. And the left has become very expert at judge shopping, and they just keep suing until they get a a ruling in their favor, no matter how contrary to established law or precedent.
5: Right, because they know that once it gets to the, uh, the circuit court, uh, they pick a district where maybe the circuit court, like the Ninth Circuit, which is the circus court of appeals, uh, will agree with the district court judge or where they assume it's going to take just too long to get an appeal and they will have done the damage. And the whole concept of an injunction by one local federal judge, district court judge, that then causes a national injunction, I think is something we have to revisit. And, well, you know, I'm glad you. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I was going to say it's absolutely debilitating to uh, a, a president or a Congress's ability to govern the nation.
5: It, it it makes it impossible, and it makes it a game of chess because a lot of these lawsuits are written up as soon as they hear that the president is going to take action. The lawsuit is written up, and then they decide where they're going to bring it so that they can find a judge who's favorable. And, you know, if Donald Trump didn't run for office, we would never have known how corrupt the deep state was, how corrupt people in, like Jim Comey and the FBI, who I worked with, by the way. I mean, I was the elected DA when he was the U.S. attorney. Our offices and buildings were next to each other, okay? And we would never have known, you know, about this judge shopping that is going on. We would never have known any of this stuff. So, you know, if it weren't for him, I mean, we would just be going along thinking, you know, the left opposes what the right does. No, the establishment in Washington is part of the same gang. They go to the same lobbyists. They go to the same parties. And one hand washes the other. But they'll come out and say things. But then they'll, they'll pat each other on the back and, and they'll make sure that, uh, you know, they all get reelected. And Donald Trump was the outsider president who wasn't politically correct in his language, and Americans instinctively understood. He was the guy we needed. And I write about him in both books because I've known him for 30 years. So, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of footnotes in the book, by the way. If you ever want, you know, facts to back up your arguments, I've got them in there.
0: Well, I'm reading each and every one of them, Judge, and I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here on Right Now.
5: Well, it's my pleasure. And, you know, it's it, I got to tell you, though, it's great to be able to talk to people because I'm so busy all the time working and, and doing my show that, you know, since the, the book came out, I've been talking on a lot of radio stations and I love hearing what everybody thinks, what all the uh, hosts of the radio shows, their interpretation and, you know, how they see the world. And, uh, you know, it's kind of good to hear it because I, I don't hear it very often, to be honest with you. You know, I'm in New York City, if you get what I mean.
0: <laughs> well, Miss Esther raised a fabulous daughter. You're a force in nature. I re- appreciate you coming thank on, and I hope you'll come back on the show again.
5: I appreciate it, and I, I would love to. I really would, and I thank you so much for mentioning my wonderful mom.
0: Judge Nadine Pirro thank hosts you. Justice with Judge Nadine Saturday nights on the Fox News Channel, and her new book is Radicals, Resistance, and Revenge, the Left's Plot to Remake America, available now on Amazon or at centerstreet.com. And you can follow her on Twitter at Judge Janine.
4: Does your current bathroom need to be updated immediately? Introducing One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling. The complete and hassle-free way to get the new bathroom of your dreams in as little as one day. And for as little as one ninety-nine a month. Yes, the experts at One Day Bath and Shower Remodeling will come to you anywhere in the country and show you all the customized options. Now you can have a brand new bathroom in as little as one day. Large or small bathroom. If you want a new bathtub or shower installed, we can do it in as little as one day. And if you call right now, you can save $750 off your remodel. We make it easy by offering you financing as low as $199 per month. Call now to schedule your free in-home consultation. 800-693-3152. 693 3152 That's 800-693-3152.
0: Well, it was absolutely great talking to Judge Janine. She uh, she's always an entertaining guest and um and her book, I can't recommend it highly enough. You know, um so much I wanted to talk about with Judge Janine, but she uh she's got a busy schedule. So I want to talk a little bit about this uh this Democrat presidential field. I mentioned there in the interview that Almost every one of the old line, you know, uh, Democrat liberals has been banished from this field. Uh, it's down to 10. I think it might be up to 11 now. They're talking about uh, Tom Steyer may have raised enough money and uh, and from enough people. <laughs> and he was spending millions of dollars trying to to get to one hundred and thirty thousand um, donations of as little as one dollar apiece. Uh, but the word is that he he may have made the the upcoming debate, so it's going to be interesting now that they've got uh, you know a, a radical billionaire uh, from the left side of the political spectrum uh, coming in there. Tom Schultz, or is it Tom Schultz, the the CEO of Starbucks Coffee? He has actually dropped out, and that uh, that is kind of a shame because Schultz, uh, if anything, was trying to moderate. Uh, the Democrat field and bring them back toward the center. But as I say, there's apparently no longer a place for that. Uh, you've got uh, John Hickenlooper and uh, Inslee and uh, a Bullock of um, Montana and, uh, and Bennett. All of these Democrat candidates in any other time would be actually uh, to the left, Barack Obama. They were very, very liberal. But since they're not all on board with uh, this Marxist agenda that the Democrat Party has adopted, they couldn't even uh, make the stage any longer. And I I think this is all part of a, a sort of a grand realignment where um, old school working people, middle class, blue collar um, voters have abandoned the Democrat Party because they've become so radical. And there just isn't uh, enough support in the Democrat Party any longer for a candidate like John Hick- Hickenlooper, he uh, recently appeared on MSNBC, and he was talking about why he wasn't getting any traction.
4: It's harder to raise money because we we're not promising free health care or, you know, to forgive uh, free tuition for everyone, forgive student debt. We're trying to present a, a picture of this country and what it can be in the future that will resonate with everyone. And that has, you know,
0: that's a, a harder... Uh, A harder vehicle by which to get small donors. It's a very hard vehicle uh, in this day and age because the rest of the Democratic candidate, they're offering a a guaranteed job, um, a guaranteed income. Hell, I think you get a guaranteed income even if uh, you don't get one of their guaranteed jobs. You're getting uh, government health care even if you're in the country illegally. Uh, Bernie Sanders is now talking about forgiving well, not just Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and um, Cory Booker are all talking about forgiving all student debt. You may have heard the term um, moral hazard. Stepping in and forgiving student debt will create one of the greatest moral hazards this country has ever gotten. Those, those kids and their families decided to take out this debt in order to educate themselves. Now, a lot of other families that did not have the means or the foolishness to go deeply in debt for one of these uh, these largely worthless college degrees now, um, they made the decision not to go into debt, and they didn't get a college degree. So we're going to turn around and reward the people who made the bad decision and, and thereby punish the people that uh, acted rationally? It's unbelievable. But uh, Bernie Sanders says oh, that's okay. Um, if I give you free stuff, we'll just uh, we'll just tax Wall Street. And that is why I believe that in the year 2016, public colleges and universities should be tuition free. And then my. Critics say, well, Bernie, that's a great idea, it's all this free stuff, how are you going to pay for it? I will tell you, we are going to impose a tax on Wall Street speculation. We're going to impose a tax on Wall Street speculation, so this, this uh, Marxist, this communist, Bernie Sanders, uh, is a communist. He, he uh, praised the Soviet Union, he praised Fidel Castro, he praised the Sandinistas up until recently he had a, a column on his website judge judge janine mentioned where he was praising hugo chavez in venezuela talking about that's the model we ought to emulate and he's talking about we're going to we're going to tax speculation on wall street now listen i'm no wall street banker i believe uh, you know regulations need to be tightened up to curb their abuses but when you go in and start talking about uh, confiscating Uh, a lot of the money on wall street what you're doing is destroying the ability for uh, businesses to get funding and grow and create jobs pay taxes and uh, uh, allow for people to uh, earn the wages necessary to raise their own families and take care of themselves bernie says oh yeah that's fine and dandy but I, i i'm not talking about the old school communism. You can look about what existed in the Soviet Union or in Venezuela. That is not what I'm talking about at all. So no one's going to the gulag. Well, except no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's funny. Except somebody. Uh, well, he he says now he's not talking about Venezuela or the Soviet Union, but in fact, he went to the Soviet Union on his honeymoon. When he came back, he praised the Soviet Union to the high heavens. He's he's uh, played footsie. With Fidel Castro and um, Manuel Noriega in the Philippines and in, the, uh, in um, Nicaragua. And of course, like I say, he was a big supporter of Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. And any attempt to drag the Democrat Party back to the middle has failed. You know, it was Benjamin Franklin that said um, when people find out they can vote themselves money. That will herald the end of the republic. Well, Patriot Mobile was created to give conservatives a voice, both literally and in preserving our great nation. While big mobile companies subsidize leftist causes that erode our values, our rights, and our country, Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone company donating to causes that you believe in, like the NRA and Right to Life. With plans as low as $25 a month, you can get nationwide service with US based customer service, that's why we've made the switch here at Mojo five O, and so should thousands of Patriots just like you. Right now you get a Moto Z three play for only ten dollars a month. It includes a six inch screen, expandable storage, and a high quality camera. Switching is easy. Go to patriotmobile.com mojo five O and select a plan and you can save one hundred and eighty dollars on a brand new Moto Z three. Supplies are limited, so don't wait. PatriotMobile.com slash Mojo50. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Mojo50. You know, there's uh, there's a lot of debate between uh, socialism and capitalism. Well, I would say that uh, the, the real debate is between socialism and free enterprise, because uh, capitalism is great. It funds big companies and uh, and gives us a lot of, um, of our, um, great advances in science and technology. But all across this country, millions and millions of people are engaged in free enterprise. And that really is the backbone of this economy and our prosperity. And this free enterprise is a very fragile thing. You can see what happens to it. When a recession sets in, it contracts and people lose their jobs and their houses and retirement, their ability to take care of their families. And this agenda that the Democrats are pushing of socialism would be very similar to a permanent recession. It would put a damper on all of that ec- economic activity, and it's sort of uh, sort of like a vicious cycle. It destroys ability, uh, people's ability to take care of themselves, wherein they turn to the government to provide for them. And the more people that they have, uh, the, depending on the government – the less inclined or motivated they are to get out there and provide for themselves. Every week, it's a new freebie the Democrats are offering. They're playing Santa Claus, totally ignorant of their history, totally ignorant of uh, economics, and totally ignorant of the American way. Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now. I want to thank you for joining us. and invite you back here again tomorrow, right here on the Mojo Five O radio network. We'll talk to you then.
5: I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can
1: save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment.